Hey, welcome to the Mississauga Life and Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Jaffrey. And today we're going to be talking about some very interesting things. We're going to be talking about inflation. We're going to be talking about the average price. There was a surprise uptick in price uh, for the month of February and exactly what was sort of like the numbers behind it. And then we'll delve a little bit into what the condo market is doing and all because this is somehow, you know, a lot of us that are listening to this or watching this may have investment properties, may be thinking about getting into the market. So all these numbers, everything we're talking about today is pretty relevant to that side. Okay, so first of all, let's talk about inflation, right? Inflation is everywhere. That's everything that everybody's always talking about is the price of grocery, price of gas, et cetera, et cetera. So on the inflation front, the headline CPI slowed to 5.2% in February, which was better than what was expected. Uh, I think the goal, the consensus was 5.4%, uh, but we we're at 5.2, which is great. But unfortunately, core inflation actually went up a little bit. And core inflation is typically, you know, when you take out volatile items out of the list, uh, the cost of living, et cetera. So we're looking at core inflation and that was up 0.35% uh, on an annualized basis, which puts it still, you know, above the one to 3% sort of target that the Bank of Canada has. You know, I've been hearing for a long time, like I think a decade that when you're budgeting, when you're planning, uh, you got to take into account inflation at about two to three percent. So I think even if we hit the three percent mark, we're kind of going back to the way things used to be. The, you know, the normal, right? We're not there yet. We're still close to five percent. Okay, so what's happening in terms of sales? Let's just take a general overview first. So in Canada, we saw that sales were down about 40% year over year, which is I think it was pretty spread out all over, you know, along the same lines all over the other provinces as well, except for Quebec. So Canada sales were down 40% year over year for the month of February. BC was 47%, Alberta was 45%, Ontario 43%. Quebec, interestingly, was 30% below. So there seems like their sales are still going strong there. Um, in terms of new listings, so this is interesting as well, because overall in Canada, listings were down 27% year over year. BC 35%, Alberta 30 Ontario 30 and Quebec 8.6%. Uh, so they have a good amount of listings there. Good for them. Uh, in terms of price, year over year for the month of February, 23 compared to 22, uh, prices in Canada were down 15.8% and 15% in BC, 10% in Alberta, Ontario at 20.9%. Prices declined year over year. And the lowest was Quebec, 6.3% for the month of February. So, What's going on right now? You know, we, we take a look at this, this index, this, um, Bloomberg index. They do like a, a poll just to get an idea of what the consumer sentiment is, uh, in different categories. And we specifically look at the one in real estate. And in a long time, it seems like it is up. So we've seen the sharpest four week uptick in real, real estate sentiment, uh, since coming out of the pandemic lockdown. So just to kind of give you an idea, I have this chart here. It uh, kind of grades the sentiment from a score of 10 to like 80, 10 to 70. And since 2015, all the way up to the pandemic, we kind of stayed between 30 and 50 points, right? Uh, pandemic happens, huge dip comes down to like 10 points. And then it starts to go back up 21, 22. Interesting. And by the way, when it goes back up, it's up to like 70 points, right? And uh, when the interest rates start to go up, it does start to come down a little bit and then it just dips and it goes all the way back down last year to about 20 points, which is the lowest 
if you take out the pandemic uh, situation, it's the lowest in the last almost almost 10 years. Uh, and now that is on an uptick, right? For the last uh, four weeks, we saw it go from 20 to 30. And if it stays between 30 and 45, again, we're going back to normal trends. That's what uh, people uh, feel in a natural, not a natural, in a normal environment, the sentiment towards real estate. So that's on an upward trend. Will it stay like that? Let's see. And it's really interesting to see that because, you know, we were, we're looking at what's happening with what the banks are saying. They're talking about how 20 to 30% of their mortgages, um, mortgage holders, are touching their trigger points when it comes to their mortgages. A lot of mortgages have gone from 25 years to 40 year amortizations. Um, Stats Canada survey talking about, you know, if somebody had to come up with an emergency expense of a thousand bucks, like 20% of people surveyed said that they could, they wouldn't be able to do it. So what's going on here? I have no idea. From the numbers that we've been looking at, seems like the situation is pretty dire, right? There's a recession looming. There's companies out there that are saying, yeah, there's like a 95% chance that there's going to be a recession in Canada within the next like 6, 12 months. But when it comes to the real estate outlook, it looks as if the consumers are confident that the real estate is going to jump right back up again. Okay. So what exactly happened in the month of February? So month of February was surprising because ever since we had those rate hikes. We've had eight in total. The average real estate price has been kind of, has been kind of stabilized, right? We see month over month, and I'm not, not comparing to the year before, but compared to month over month, uh, it's up 1%, it's down 1%, nothing significant. But then comes February and we, you know, the numbers for February were released in March and it showed that the average price in February went up 5%. That is mind boggling. You know, typically when you talk about a healthy, normal real estate market, you say, hey, 10% year over year, that's a pretty good return. We had 5% in uh, February. Now, is that going to continue or not? I don't know. Let's see. But let's get into the numbers to, to really understand why this was happening. By the way, so I'm, you know, I'm constantly listening to all these different like uh, narratives, all these different people on social media, in the news. And a lot of people were giving their expert opinion, quote unquote expert, saying that we've hit the bottom. We've hit the bottom of real estate. You know, prices are down 20% in Ontario. And uh, it's just up from here. Prices are going to go up because, uh, you know, people were just waiting to see what the bottom was. They felt like this is good enough. And now people are getting back into the real estate market. So that's that's a good opinion to have. I mean, do you have anything to back it up? No. There's, I don't think there's, there's any large-scale sort of study done to see what people are thinking. Confidence is high. That's fine. But if you look at the numbers, the numbers are interesting. Okay. So let's take a look at, in February in 2021, how many new listings we had? We had 15,000 new listings in 2021. And then in 2022, we had 14,000 new listings in the month of February. And then in 2023, we had 8,000 new listings. The sellers seems to have, they seem to have disappeared. I know sales are down 40 to 45%, but even this, the, the new listings aren't coming on the market right now. Let's take a look at the sales. We had 10,000 sales of the 15,000 new listings in 2021. In 2022, we had 9,000 sales of the 14,000 new listings. In 2023, we had 4,700 sales out of the 8,300 new listings. 
So if I was to make a prediction, what would I say? I, I think, I think it'd be safe to say that if trends continue the way they are right now, look, there's people that are always going to have to make a move. There's, there's, you know, obviously there's people who would like to make a move when it's, when everything is nice, when everything is ideal. Right. Uh, But then there's people who have to make a move, right? There's divorces, there's death in the family. uh, Your family's growing. You've got a job transfer. There's, there's millions of reasons why people have no choice, but they have to make a move. And that's why we still, we're still seeing sales happening. There's closings happening every single day. They're not happening at the same rate as they were before, but they're still happening. So those people who have to make a move ultimately really don't have a choice whether the market is good or bad. They just have to make the move. And now for somebody who is going out there and sees their nice home and gets into multiple offer situation and they go ahead and put in that higher offer just to get that house. I think the mindset behind that also is like, Hey, if I have a property that I have to sell, then I'm going to get a higher price for that property as well, because the market is tight and hoping that it doesn't end up, you know, by the time it comes time for them to sell that the market dips because that causes further complications. Okay. So at this point, um, April may be the same, depending on the inventory. I mean, when it happens, we'll talk about it. When March numbers come out, when April numbers come out, they're going to be reported and we'll see what's going on. If it's the same situation where compared to the last two, three years, inventory is really, really, really low, we're going to see higher prices. It's just basic supply and demand. Um, Okay, so what's happening in the condo market? So interesting to note, in the condo market, when we're looking at price per square foot, New condo sales, right? So new condo average unsold price per square foot in the GTA. So this is being measured from 2019 to 2022. So the last uh, three years, we saw that the average price went from just under $1,000. Keep in mind, this is not downtown Toronto. Downtown Toronto has been over $1,000 for many years. This is the average in the GTA. Just under $1,000 from October 2019 or sorry, from Q1 of 2019 to about 1450 per square foot uh, in the Q4 of 2022. All right. And then when it comes to resale, resale condo prices have gone from Q1 of 2019 from $700 all the way up to $850. Quite a bit of difference between... Fourteen fifty and eight hundred and fifty dollars per square foot, comparing new construction to resale condos. So this premium simply means that pre-construction buyers need resale prices to rise during construction, obviously in the three to four year period, in order to avoid any sort of appraisal deficiencies. Right? Um, we know what happens when that happens, right? So if you purchase a property and you're expecting it to go up to a certain price comes time for closing and the values have actually dropped, the bank comes to you and says, pay the difference, pony up the difference. That's a bit of an issue you don't want to get yourself into. So let's keep your eye on these prices. So declining resale prices will drive more distressed assignment listings like the one below. So we're going to get into this one. I, I found, and I've seen multiple of these. Obviously, I I don't think there's any sort of like government body keeping track of what's really going on with the assignment market. But I personally have seen quite a bit where the condo is, it was purchased two to three years ago at a certain price. And now it's being sold 
at that price and the seller just wants to get rid of it. They're even, they're even willing to pay a commission to the brokers to have it sold. So give you an example, M city, you know, by the Rogers, um, by the Rogers corporation. Um, so it's listed for $565,000 M city two condo located in Mississauga. Maybe it's in Bernthorpe. We know the location. 532 square feet, one parking, one locker, north exposure, purchased for $615,000, list price at $565,000, 50K below purchase price. So something like this is not very common to see. Uh, that's one of the first ones I've seen this time around. I, I guess there's a lot, like, you know, we mentioned there's a record number of condo closings happening this year. So this is probably one of those closings that's happening. Um, does it mention the closing date? It doesn't. Uh, it does actually. Yeah. Spring 2023. So 10%, is that about a 10% loss? 50K below purchase price, about a 10% loss on the purchase. So this is what we're seeing right now. And we're going to see more of this. If resale condo prices continue to go down in the next year or two, uh, then people are going to have a hard time financing the condos that they booked um, when it comes to closing them. Okay. And also keep in mind, cash flow situation hasn't really improved much either. So cash flow went from being, you know, from breaking even in 2020, this is for the average condo, where it's it's purchased with an 80% uh, loan to value. So you put down 20% on the condo and you're looking at, you went from breaking even in 2020, 2020 was three years ago, to minus 1,200 per month in cash flow in 2022, in about two years time because of the rising interest rates. And if the values come down, uh, it's gonna hurt in a different way. Okay. So non-permanent residents surge in Q4 Canada added nearly 200,000 net non-permanent residents in Q4, bringing the annual total to over 600,000. Uh, that means for the first time ever, we've seen NPRs outpace traditional net migration example, uh, that is permanent residents. So NPRs outnumber the permanent residents, PRs. Uh, the last time it was remotely close was in 1989, just ahead of that housing downturn. Okay, we'll get into that in a bit more detail in the next uh, podcast. But uh, the reason I mentioned that is because for anybody who was looking at the rental market, you know, it's 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 as simple as this. So we have a lot of we have a lot of NPRs and non permanent residents that have come into the market, or that have come to Canada rather this year and last year, which is great. So rental market's going to be strong. If you have all these people coming in, most of these guys are not going to end up buying. They're gonna they're gonna rent. Great. No problem with that. With the recession looming, if a recession actually does happen, which from everything that I'm reading and listening to and from the conversations I'm having, it looks like there will be one and there's an economic downturn. Then you have all these people who get up and they leave because they're renting. They don't own property. They don't have any leverage. They don't have any equity. Hard times, they leave. So will that have a negative effect if you have in mass all these NPRs leaving? Absolutely. But when it happens, if it happens, we'll report on it. All right. So let me close off this specific podcast with what else is happening. This is our segment where I try to throw in tidbits here and there of what else is connected to real estate. So BILD, B-I-L-D, which is an organization that monitors new construction. They report that GTA new home market saw sales activity decline by 76% annually in February. 
down to a level 69% lower than the region's 10-year average. Market saw a total of 922 new home sales last month, the second lowest number of new home sales in February since tracking began in 2000. So you go, in the last 22 years, lowest number of new home sales this past February. Uh, Statistics Canada reports total population grew by a record 1.05 million people, first time in history, to 39.57 million in 12 months of January 1st, 2023. 96% of the rise was due to international migration, helped Canada retain its position as the fastest growing G7 country. Population growth rate was 2.7%. I hope they can keep up with the housing situation because otherwise we're just going to end up in a... Uh, in a bad situation. Okay. Uh, Statistics Canada annual play, annual pace of inflation cooled in February as it posted its largest deceleration since April 2020. Consumer price index was up 5.2% compared with a year earlier. Lowest annual inflation rate since January 2022 when it was 5.1%. Roller Page reports that 62% of individuals that postponed their plans to buy a new home this past year now say they plan to return to the market. And 26% plan to resume their search this spring. I really hope the inventory numbers go up. Sotheby's International Realty Canada reports 49% of urban Canadians anticipating real estate performance to match and even surpass financial investments within 12 months. 60% believe that a residential purchase will perform the same or better over the next 10 years. All right, folks, that's it for this specific podcast. I hope this information was helpful to you. Uh, please consider subscribing, pass it on, share it with people who might find it useful as well. And we will see you in the next podcast. Take care.